Welcome to the Rental Property Hangover. Your host, Joe Watkins, sitting here with Travis Castle. Gonna go straight into it. We are discussing how the political climate of today, November of 2021, is affecting ownership of your rental properties. Ouch! (laughs) Well, look, we're... We're definitely coming from a landlord's perspective, uh, for sure, as property managers by trade, owning a property management business here in Atlanta. Thank you. I assume that's for me. Thank you. So, so how? What? What would be? What would be an, an example of this? Come on, Joe. Well, I'll, on. I'll wrap them off. Listen, I'm not taking sides here. COVID nineteen. What did it do? Well, the ones out there that got affected know what it did. You sure didn't get to inspect your property because they wouldn't let you in the door. They. Tenants that didn't want you, want you to come in. Okay. Three masks wasn't enough. It was supported. Yeah. You couldn't evict your tenant for well over a year. What the? F- you couldn't evict your tenant? What does that mean? That means the government effectively took your teeth away from getting your rent, from getting any kind of execution of what the lease requires. It it was a COVID-19 in terms of landlord tenant situations was a highlight reel of weak, spineless leadership. In Gosh, this country. Wow. Our country, if, if I may, Joe, I made a solid C in, uh, in, in government in high school. That'd be Riverdale High School, by the way. Any Riverdale folks out there? Private property rights is the foundation of a, of a free society. No question. The, the ability to say, I have bought and paid uh, for that property. I have jurisdiction to within existing law here, I have jurisdiction over what happens on that property. I especially, most importantly, can rent that property. Again, zoning required, but rent that property to who I want to rent it to. And within that situation, whatever legal contract I enter into, I have a right to expect the government will support me in enforcing that contract. You have just now renamed the show. This is what we're going with. This is about private property rights. It really is. Being the foundation of a free society. And, and so that's what we're discussing here. And so this political climate has affected, fundamentally affected your private property rights. Um, how have they done that? Well, when they tell you you can't evict someone, and then they offer subsidies of rents, not for everyone, by the way. Hey, screw you. for You didn't meet the qualifications. You don't get the rents which means the landlord doesn't get the rents, but you told me I couldn't evict them. That's right. So what does that really mean when, when, when the government steps in? And I'm not saying there's not some, some justifications at times. What I'm saying is the net result is, is that they're wielding power on your private property rights. So creating a little bit of a welfare state here too in doing this. Well, and as they often do, they're having the exact opposite. You know, now we're sort of what over a year removed from this decision. They're having the they had the exact opposite effect. Uh, of course, this, this was the worst thing decision they could ever make for tenants. If mm-hmm. if if you are really considerate of the tenant population in America, 
look, most everybody was a tenant at some point. We're talking about us here. We're not talking about us versus them. We're talking about people. So if you really want to do the best thing, you make it attractive to own real estate and rent it to people. For, for you, you, the government needs to do all they can do to support that and make it attractive. Instead, you've made it risky. Yeah, when you fundamentally shift the self-responsibility of individuals away from them and to government, then you also are shifting the, really, the, the opportunity. For the, for the for the rental property owner, and and they are now becoming subject to uh, government regulation. So let's just talk about well, where that's not, happened. Not not just that they're they're becoming subject to the interpretation and the constant movement of regulation. So yeah, you bought the property, you're all in. You have a mortgage. You're locked in stone. By you're, the way, you're, you're loaded and locked, yeah. and 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 then you know things just come down the pipeline that you that you never saw coming. Right. Absolutely. And you had, you didn't have a Fannie Mae loan where you might get reimbursement. No, you you had a a a bank loan, a private bank loan, local bank loan. Oh no, they don't fall within the category, so then you don't get the help. Th- th- this well, what this, if you had no loan? What if you'd worked your whole well, life? You pay you're, cash. You're seventy years this old. This is how you and pay you, your bills. You're living off of this. this rent, right? you, get, you just get totally screwed. In yeah, fact. you're done. So this is really a problem for us. Why are we talking about this today? It's this simple. We're investors. We're in the property management business, but we're also investors for rental property. And we feel very violated by what we've experienced. And we feel like that the, the people listening to this podcast, the people that own rental properties need to stand up and speak and you need to stand up and vote for people who, who, who support private property rights. So over-regulation, what happens? It takes away your control. Who's doing it? Well, the media is helping quite a bit. Uh, they're 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 pushing the the agenda here, and effectively, the states are little by little passing legislation that makes owning a rental property less friendly. They are less supporting landlord rights and more supporting tenant rights. Well, at some point you as a small landlord can't own the property. It becomes not worth it. So, well, what we've seen is, this is what's happening, is more and more rental properties by percentage, not even close, are being owned by funded organizations. Huge private equity funds are the mass new owner of rental property. So the shift of who owns these properties is occurring. Why can they do it? Well, when you own hundreds of thousands and you push your risk across that, that base, you also have in-house attorneys to, to legislate. You have departments that can fill paperwork out that the government requires and on and on and on. They actually take advantage of every single government opportunity. Oh, absolutely. You're the individual owner who has a real job. Well, we've seen it happen time and time again with big business, right? And, and look, we, we have another show called The Big Truths of Small Business, right? Mm, so that's, we, our, we, that's our favorite podcast. Uh, we, we, we talk a lot about that. You should tune into that. You can find that at The Big Truths. Of small business. Not big, but big truths of small business. Big truths. You know what? Good yeah. point. Big truths of small business. So, you know, the, the reality is big business can take the risk. Big business can donate millions of dollars to uh, both parties, 
you know, again, I, I stand by my comment. This isn't a, in my opinion, it's not a Republican Democrat thing. Republicans stand watch. It's a property rights by, thing. By the way, Donald Trump was in office <laughs> prior to, uh, you know, I mean, well, when all this was happening, right? So th this was something that politicians felt pressure around. Well, what's happened now? Like I said, what's happened now? You got big companies that own. And here's the thing that most people listening don't know, because every time I say it, people go, wow, I can't believe it. In many metropolitan areas, say counties within, I don't know, Joe, I'd say 40 mile radius of a major city. These, these funds, these, uh, uh, these big companies come in and buy dozens, no, hundreds, no, thousands of rental properties. Properties on streets that you, you may live on, on street, right around the corner. New developments, there's one from where we're talking within, what, 10 miles of where we sit now? A couple miles. A couple miles of where we sit now, over 300 brand new homes. And you say, wow, well, in this market where we're, home prices are at their very highest, they're going to rent the homes. Yeah, why is this, why is this something to, to discuss? Well, the people in those organizations are employing the roofer, the roofing company, who's also in the state legislature. This is how it works. Money is flowing to people in power. And decisions get made by people in power who oftentimes are affected by those decisions financially. And, and so these, these things are concerning uh, to me because th they really are getting uh, an unfair advantage. And the more government regulation that comes in, they get that advantage as well. Uh, they're they're help, helping to actually make some of these laws because it affects, you know, listen, the more complicated it gets, the more you need somebody else to, 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 to interpret it. In, in fact, their goal would be to create probably real legislation that you may think that is uh, that is not very landlord friendly. Why would they be interested in that in, in that bill or in, in that new law? Well, because they're the only ones that can actually comply with that new law. It actually crushes their competition. The, the competition guy, can't right. actually comply, right? Now, look, we've we've done shows and we've talked about watching these companies and how they do business. And there is a lot to learn because they've got a lot of data oh, no. and, and they do it right. They, they get the highest rents in the market. Um, you know, they're probably good landlords at the end of the day. But again, did you hear that? The tenants get the highest rents. Wow. What, what happened? What was the result of all the government intervention and regulation? The tenants pay more than they've ever paid. Way more, not marginally more. And the small landlord is at higher risk. So, yeah, I mean, we don't have, you know, much more than that. But, you know, this was just a, a, a show to uh, raise concern and encourage you guys to be involved in your local uh, counties, municipal, municipalities, to, uh, to make sure that landlord rights and private property rights are preserved. Without private property rights we might as well be a communist society. And that's, that's, you know, that's not what the land of the free, the home of the brave is about. Well, and I think we better all lock arms. You know, our society has a real problem with definitions 
And I think the idea of defining what private property rights is probably possibly not to sound dramatic. It, it is the cornerstone of our society. You remove the ability to buy a piece of property and kind of make it kind of, for the most part, dictate what happens on it. And our whole world changes, right? Well, the failure of, of so many uh, countries around the world have been around this issue. That's exactly right. If you don't protect an individual's right to protect their property, to own that property, uh, to have uh, free use of that property, then you're screwed. Like, th- this is proven all around the world. That's right. Um, and, and, and every why why is more foreign money dumped in real estate in the United States? Because fundamentally, up to this point, we've protected private property rights. You you can you can their money is the actually protected. That's right. You know why do we talk about investing in real estate? Because it's 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 a piece of something you can own that nobody can take away from you. When other parts of the world they have taken it away. That's right. So fight for your your, your rights. Fight for your landlord rights. Uh, it's a big deal. If you're, if you're one of these investors that you're okay investing out of state, Hey, you know what? That's a strength right now. Go choose the states that are, that are pro landlord for your investments. Yeah. And so far, you know, Georgia is, uh, we're one of the more landlord friendly markets. People are flooding out of California just left and right because they have not protected landlords for decades now. Texas is, is, is catching a lot of those people and, and for, for this primary reason. So that's the show. Thank you for listening to the rental property hangover. We are at rental property hangover.com. Contact us at info at rental property hangover.com. And if you want more of these, less factual, opinionated discussions. Visit us at The Big Truths of Small Business podcast on any of your podcast networks. Also, bigtruthsofsmallbusiness.com. Thanks for listening today. All rights reserved for the program. Hang over. Thanks for listening. Until next time.